Are you ready? Joe Dirt is the dirty one. I'm here in full effect. You can catch me at chocolatethunder6969 at gmail.com. Whatever one you want to put. Big Dog, he's the knowledgeable one. All men are not players. There's a difference between being a player and being a cheater. Veli Vell is cool as hell. He's just cheap as hell. Christmas tree needers. Guess what, people? The day after Christmas is the day for 50 and 75% off. All seasonal item, people. Cousin Lamar is a businessman, but he's not easily impressed. Said can be an asshole, but he's funny as hell. Might take my talents to South Beach or something. <laughs> take your talents to the South Side. <laughs> Kayla is a good girl. Just don't piss her off. See, the problem with you guys is you be making your little side bitches feel like they're the girlfriends, too. So now you got a girlfriend yeah. and a wife, yeah. who does that? a baby yeah. mama, and all these bitches who have this emotional attachment to you, and that's why you keep getting caught the fuck up. International D, well, he's single. But if you messing with some cougars, then you ain't got the right side chick. Because she ain't going to take care of your ass. She's just going to be a piece of ass, and she don't want you to take care of her. And I'm CB, the leader of Inside the Cave. And I'm really not a chauvinistic prick. And that's why I said women don't have side pieces. They just get dick every now and then. And that's all a guy wants to give you in the first place. But I just enjoy playing one on this podcast. Hey, but this show is great. Turn around and interview you for having the best podcast in the nation. Preach! You would not believe it. You would not believe it. Thought provoking. Ignorance. Special guest interviews. And the cave crush. Inside the cave. 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 You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films. Welcome back inside the cave, thecavepodcast.com. Like us on Facebook, Inside the Cave. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Inside the Cave. SoundCloud, follow us on SoundCloud, Inside the Cave Podcast. You follow us, we'll follow you back. And also hit that like button if you like this episode on SoundCloud. The same thing with iTunes, give us a five star. Give us a comment or a review. Tell us how you feel about the show. Check out our YouTube page, Inside the Cave. You can check out Cave Crushes. You want to know how the Cave Crush girls look? Go to our YouTube page. You can check them out right there, Inside the Cave. I am CB at I'm the Real CB. Next to me always is the host of the Dirt Sheets. Joe Dirt. And you can catch me at Joe Dirt Sheets on IG. I do take pussy pics. Whoa. <laughs> Just like that, huh? Oh, I'm sorry. I supposed to be cleaning up my cursing. <laughs> I do take vagina pics. There we go. That sounds, right. that sounds much better. And from Alabama, the big dog, country rap tune of the week. Welcome back, big dog. What's up with it, brothers? Kayla, how you doing? What's up? Hey, I haven't introduced her yet. You don't 
talk to Kayla without me introducing her. I gotta bring her in. What is wrong with you and said? I gotta introduce her first. I can't, you guys can't just bring up people. She comes in last. And the international lover, undercover, I'll be sure look alike. International D. And now you guys can speak to her news, rumors, gossip, reality, and all that other stuff. You can send her dick pics at Pretty Girl Lloyd. Hey, Kayla. Just talk about uh, uh, cleaning right. up the. Oh, that's right. You can send her penis pics. Penis pics. Don't send me penis pics. Don't send me testicle pics. Don't send me none of that. She likes a little zap in the gap. <laughs> <laughs> Send them fuck boy pics. Don't send me none of that. All right. None of that. All right, guys. We, them F boy pics. Yeah, we guys, we really kind of have to clean up our act a little bit. But we are moving up in the ranks, but we got to clean up the language just a tad bit, a little bit. I know you guys don't want to, but we got to do that just a little bit. I want to say shout out to Three Leaf Films, all of our YouTube pics and videos that you guys see. That is courtesy of Three Leaf Films. My man Roland, shout out, shout out, to yeah, me. shout out him over there. Check him out on Instagram, Three Leaf Films. Check him out. Also, it, email us legal questions. Any legal questions you got, you need. Look, getting a lawyer is not cheap at all. All right. So if you want, you got need legal advice. You're a white guy. You want to get rid of your wife. You don't know how exactly how to do it. Don't kill her. Ask us. We'll talk to Miss Tiffany Simmons. She'll be right there, and she will give you everything you need to know of how to get rid of your wife. If you got issues with your husband, you want to get rid of your husband, don't kill him. Don't take him for child support. Talk to us. Email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. And attorney at law Tiffany Simmons will be here in a few more episodes to answer all your questions. Send them to Cousin Lamar inside the cave podcast at gmail.com shout out to Veli Vel Sid and Cousin Lamar um, Cave Crush today this week's episode we have the Cave Crush uh, we're talking with the beautiful Sierra Carter she'll be calling in today we'll be talking with her this model is very 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 beautiful thanks Joe for reminding me about that she'll be calling in later on in the show we'll be talking with her the Cave Crush Sierra Carter alright let's get this show started uh, hey by the time this show uh, airs, you guys, the Super Bowl will be have passed. So I just want to know your predictions. And when people listen to this show, they'll know if we're right. I'm going to go with... Uh, hey, man, I'm trying to focus. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, I'm going to go with Denver beating the Panthers. What you guys think? Don't ask me. I didn't even know who was playing. Oh, God. You ever heard of Cam Newton? I'm rolling on the cam train, baby. You on the cam train? All right. D, what you got, man? I got them Panthers. Got them Panthers? Dabbing on them. Okay, but now, you guys just picking off a of motion? Or... No, man. My family don't got out of that, that ratchet city, Chicago, and relocated to Charlotte. So that's my new home team. I'm buried until I die, but I got to claim them. I've been told by my family. Okay. All right, so that's our picks. I'm going with uh, the Broncos. I got Carolina. In an upset. Everybody else on the show. Kayla, who are you going with? Just pick one. Denver or Carolina? Um, um, Marlon Brando. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carolina going to blow them up. You were asking the wrong person. Yeah. 
Just pick one. Let's see if see if you're right. Cam Newton. How about that? Okay. All right. <laughs> that's so that's it, our yeah. that's our picks right there. Let's get into this CB's quote of the week. CB's quote of the week. CB's quote of the week. Sexual relationship. You can fool some of the people some of the time. Most of the people most of the time. You gotta beat the man! But you can't fool all of the people all of the time. I am the greatest! Go inside the cave with CB. Now, uh, I really don't have a quote this week. Thank uh, God. If you, if you don't mind, Joe, I do. I would like to tell you guys a story. Now, in honor of Black History Month, I just thought about this. Uh, a lot of people are saying, have been telling me that I'm not cool and I don't keep up with hip-hop and all this kind of stuff. I want to take you guys back to a hip-hop legend. Now, you guys might watch, uh, go to a hip-hop concert and you guys might go to uh, what's that kid's name? Fetty? How you say that kid's name? Come Fetty, on, man. Fetty That's Wap. Old now. Fetty Stop Wap. Okay, that. all right. Fetty Wap. You might go to a Fetty Wap con- con- Fetty Wap concert, right? And you might see him, and there might be about ten or twelve people on stage and stuff like that. You might see go to another guy's concert, and you might notice a a guy in the background holding a mic, and every time he raps, he says yeah, 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 yeah. Put your hands in the hair, all that kind of stuff. This guy, you might notice if you a fan of uh, Jay-Z, he had a Dame Dash. If you're a fan of Biggie Smalls, he had a Puff Daddy. But those guys are called what, Joe? Hype Man. Hype Man, there you go. You go to a Public Enemy concert. The most famous Hype Man might have been Flavor Flav, right? right? I want to take you guys back to the original Hype Man. If it wasn't for this guy, this is a black history moment. You're not going to get this information nowhere else but from CB. The original hype man, the guy that started it all. You want to know what his name was? Hmm. Jerome. You know who Jerome is? From Morris Day in the Time. (laughs) Jerome was the original hype man. If it wasn't for Jerome, there would be no Flavor Flav, no Puffy, no Dame Dad. No, nobody that Fetty, Fetty, how you say that kid's name? Fetty. There would be nobody on stage. If it wasn't for Jerome, no no rapper would have a a mirage of people all on stage yelling for no reason and making a bunch of noise and and, and a bunch of useless people. There would be no useless people on stage behind rappers if it wasn't for Jerome from Morris Day at the time. Look him up, Google him. If it wasn't for him, there would be no rap would not be what we are uh, used to as it right now. Your opinions? I normally don't agree with you, but you know what I'm saying? I give you a pass on this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I honestly don't care. I thought he was going to shout out a rapper or something. Talking about some real hip hop music. I thought like, he was talking about Jerome from Martin. Jerome from Martin. <laughs> that's a 24 year old, everybody. Yeah, that's a 24 year old. <laughs> But that is a that is a that's black. Right there. <laughs> hey, hey, do you know who Prince is? <laughs> yeah, I know who Prince is. Do you I need to know who Jerome is? Huh? You got you ever seen Purple Rain? You know what? I might have, but oh, God. 
you really are something young. I remember watching. He he just wasn't like I couldn't look at him. I still don't like looking at him, so I never understood why women would just fall. Oh, Prince. Yeah. Oh my God, he is so fine. How? He looks like us. Usually, yeah. Usually, most women don't like him when he's prettier than him or something. I don't like men. Women don't like men that's prettier than him. I, I get that. That's that's what it is, and that's what Prince is all about. But the, the connection, the connection is in that movie. Jerome was part of the time, I and mean, the time had, you know, Jerome was up there hyping folk out. People don't see. I salute you for this one, man. That you right. He was the number one hype man. He don't get the credit he deserves. That's so. right. It wasn't for Jerome. Maybe I go watch Purple Rain. That's right. When you watch, yeah, what's the name of that show? I mean, that song. Uh, is it Bruno Mars? Bruno Mars, yeah. Uh, don't believe me, just watch. Yeah, that's on there. Mm-hmm. They got all that inspiration from uh, More's yeah. Day in the Time. Yeah, More's Day in the Time. And I'm telling you, before, hey, Run DMC was out first. It was only three people on stage. Run, DMC, and Jam Master J. That was it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But if, if it wasn't for, I mean, look, Puffy brought out that dude Bentley. And Bentley was the same thing as Jerome. You know what I mean? These guys, if it wasn't for Jerome, had no role in that group other than holding the mirror. He didn't even talk. He didn't talk. He was just a hype man, just a guy backing up. He was a guy that was on stage. Huh? Yeah, that one dance move. Yeah. He was a guy that was on stage for no reason. And if you go to a rap concert now, all you see is a bunch of guys on stage for no reason. Who was the original guy? His name is Jerome. You know, Jerome didn't have to hype nobody. Let's, let's just talk about Black History Month right now. What's something you can say about all black folk? Black folk like to stay fly. They want to look fly. Exactly. Jerome, so Jerome's job was to be on that stage with that mirror to make sure more they stay fly. That is true. Exactly. All right. Well, that was my quote of the week. Actually, my Black History moment of the week that has been replaced by quote of the week. Let's get into this news, rumors, gossip, reality, and all that other good stuff us guys don't know about with Kayla. Hey guys, I have some good news and some bad news. With Kayla. Rumors. Reality. Nigga, I don't want no bitch from reality shows. Out of touch with reality hoes out in Kayla. What you got, Kayla? Well, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Trayvon Martin. Yesterday was his, what would have been his 21st birthday, so rest in peace to him. Happy birthday, Trayvon. Well, actually, Bob Marley's birthday today, so rest in peace to a legend. Happy birthday. Let's smoke one for Bob. Everybody get high for him. So, you guys remember that Zola story, the stripper story that was on Twitter? No. It was like, it was hella tweets and she was just talking about how she kind of met this girl. She was a stripper. She met one of her stripper friends. They were going on a trip and it ended up being a prostitution trip. And the girl Zola became like just this down ass bitch. Then the pimp ended up going to jail. It was hella crazy. Like it was just a crazy ass Twitter story. Well, long story short, James Franco actually picked it up and now he's going to be the director of the movie on the big screen. So that should be interesting because James Franco is funny as hell. I don't know if you guys see Pineapple Express. He's the drug dealer. Right. So I think this movie might be actually pretty good knowing that he's going to be involved in it. So she's a stripper and what she do? 
they went, it's a really, really long story. Just Google Zola stripper story, Twitter, and you'll see the whole story. It's so long, but pretty much she met this girl. The girl told her they were going on a trip. She had a boyfriend. Her boyfriend ended up coming also. So her boyfriend and her pimp came. Her boyfriend didn't know she was a prostitute. Then she went on a trip. She had a date. The date set her up tried to shoot her, kidnap her. It was fucking crazy. Then the pimp got her. Um, the pimp got her. Zola ended up having to get the gun. Like, there was so much shit that happened. And it, like I said, it was a long-ass Twitter story, but it was really good. Like, she blew up from that shit. Oh, uh, okay. That sounded like um, the movie that Woody Harrelson was in. What uh, movie? Uh, what was the movie Woody Harrelson? Him and old girl running around uh, robbing everybody. White man can't jump. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. Woody here. I don't know white actors and actresses. I really don't know. I need to do better. What well, else you got, good. Caleb? It was pretty good. But anyways, okay. So, did you guys hear about the story about uh, Puff Daddy or Diddy, whatever you want to call? Yeah, it. talk about this. Go ahead. So basically, there's a new documentary that's coming out called Murder Rap, and it features recent interviews from former LAPD detective by the name of Greg Kading. Yeah. So he was resigned. He was assigned to reopen the rapper's murder case back in 2006. Now, Biggie's mother actually filed a lawsuit against the LAPD, claiming that they were covering up for a cop who she believed killed her son. Mm-hmm. But when Kading took on the case, he actually found out and was able to prove that that wasn't the case. So what happened is that apparently, based on his three years of working the case, Kading claims that Sean Combs, Diddy, Puffy, whatever you want to call him, he hired Crip gang members, um, one by the name of Keefy D, to shoot Shakur, to shoot Tupac, and um, to shoot Suge Knight. So he paid him $1 million to shoot the both of them. But apparently he was only able to shoot Tupac. Wow. Now... now I heard this story and I'm like now first of all they, this ain't the first time this has came out about Puffy having something to do with this uh, but man talk about I mean this is the worst now everybody from New York has moved out to LA like it like it's all sweet now if you if you notice Jay-Z moved out there Dame has moved out there Puff has moved out there Puff's son is living going to college out there now if this ain't true you have just basically started a war for this man because this documentary is going on uh netflix right kayla uh yeah i believe so yeah and if you remember that last you watched that last episode that was on that shit went viral so this right here is going to be a big story for the next couple months man what was that story you watched on netflix about that guy uh uh making a murder making a murder this is going to be just this is going to be just as big as that man i'm telling you let me tell you what i heard when i was listening to mc8 though yeah that link i sent to the uh cave Uh he said that he heard that the same he heard some of the same thing but what happened was the dude that Tupac jumped on and stumped out at the boxing match. Yeah. His boys came back and killed Pac. It was all gang related because Pac was claiming that he was a blood. And he was gang banging as he like he was a blood. So it was had something to do with the gang banging. And it had nothing to do with Diddy trying to hire somebody to kill him. Oh wow. And MC8 here, uh I, I you from know, Compton. Right. He hear all that stuff. I so. would believe MC8 before I believe anybody else. Cause like you know what I'm saying, it's almost like when something goes down, the guys in the prison, they know what's going on before right. anybody else. So MC8 said it. I believe. What you think, dog? Really? 
real possible, bro. I mean, it could have been a little bit of both. I mean, Diddy could have hired somebody and just so happened Pac had an incident prior to that. And, you know, my man got to him first. Who knows? Well, it's saying that the documentary, the documentary also features interviews back from 2008 where TPD makes claims that he overheard Diddy saying that he would give anything for Pac and Suge Knight's head. So clearly, of course, Suge Knight got away unharmed, but in retaliation to Tupac's murder, Kading also alleges that Suge Knight ordered rival gang members Wardell Pucci Focus or Fos to kill Biggie Smalls for just $13,000. So I guess that's how all that happened. Uh, so it, I guess it just so happens that Kading found enough, he had enough evidence to acquit the LAPD murder or the LAPD for the murder, but the cases were dropped in regards to like the gang members and Diddy because both of the suspects actually are dead now. So there's not really much that they can do. Yeah, that's, that's true. I, that's true. That's crazy, man. I, I hope, I, whew, I, I mean, I just feel bad for his family. That's what I'm thinking about. Like, you don't stir up no shit like this, man. You know. Yeah, like, well, what's done in the dark comes to the light. If if it's really done, because see, the worth the one thing you don't want to happen is somebody to get. You don't want nothing to happen to Puff or his family over some bullshit that someone's just starting. You know, I heard right. about, and this thing is gonna go viral, brother. This thing is gonna be a big deal because once you put it on Netflix, it's like putting it on YouTube. This is gonna be a big deal. But what else you got, Kayla? So Meek Mill was able to <laughs> skip going to jail. Yeah, I heard. He got off, but he didn't really get off. So pretty much what happened was a Philly judge gave him six to 12 months in county jail, but he was allowed to serve that on house arrest. So he'll have to do a minimum of 90 days, but he won't be able to do his regular job, which is rapping. He won't be able to make no new music, can't put out any mixtapes, can't really do anything. Um, the only thing he can do is charity work for the community. So after 90 days, the judge is actually determined or the judge is going to determine how much longer he'll remain on house arrest. But he has to turn himself in to get that ankle monitor put on him on March 1st. Damn. That boy keep catching L after L. What you tell him, dog? Sit your hey, man, ass you know, way down. You know, you know who me remind me of, man? Who is that? You know when uh, somebody get their ass whooped. And then when they walk off, they'd be like, man, I should have did that. <laughs> 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 need to sit his ass all the way down, man, for real. <laughs> he set himself up. I feel like if he didn't bring all that attention to him in the first place with the, the Drake shit and continuously going and going, he probably would have been fine. But he's stupid trying to go out to, you know, doing these award shows and shit, knowing he's on probation and not saying anything. Shit. And really, he's lucky for not having to go to jail for putting water in a fucking cup. I ain't heard this one. When he had to go take a drug test. You know, oh, he oh, he did that? What kind of idiot he got off that? like, All you were you real got. lucky. Well... To quote Charlemagne the God, big dog, what's the difference between Meek Mill and A-Town? <laughs> That's some stupid shit. That motherfucker put that motherfucker put water in, in, in his piss cup? Now that's crazy. Yes, it was. It was clear and cold. Now that's now he should be in. Now real talk, I'm not about saying somebody need to be in jail, but you do something like that, like even oh my god. I think you, I, you really need a psyche evaluation, really. I did that, no lie. I did that when I was 17, no, 16. I, I applied for a job at Home Depot, and I, I didn't know because I was hanging around Sid, who smoked a lot, and I didn't know if I was going to pass my drug test. 
So I ended up putting water in the piss test when I took the piss, and they never called me back. That's what that mean they ain't tested, man. Yeah, they probably didn't. Uh, I'm sorry, Mom, if you listen to that. If you wonder why I didn't ever get that job at Home Depot, that might be the reason why. <laughs> but I didn't smoke. I didn't smoke, Mom. I just was hanging around smokers, and I was paranoid, and that's the reason why. You remember that, Mom, when you we took me to get that job at Home Depot, and uh, we never heard back from But that might be have something to do with it. But what else you got, Kayla? So um, there's actually a new study that shows that Chicago has had a recorded record of homicides in January. So according to USA Today, Chicago has ranked 51 homicides in January, which reportedly is the most homicides Chicago has seen since 2000. So I guess pretty much the majority of these homicides were gang conflicts and retaliation and retaliatory violence. Mm-hmm. The Chicago Police Department faces increased scrutiny following the court-ordered release of police officers shooting a 16 or a teenager 16 times, who later died due to the occurrence. Yeah. So, of course, Chicago was no stranger to the excessive violence, but the violence that took place this past month is actually a significant increase. Mm. Well, I, so go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go. You go ahead. Finish it. Oh, yeah. Well, aside from the murders itself, they recorded 241 shootings just in January, which doubled from last January, which was 119. So it's not looking like it's getting any better out here at all. Well, here's my prediction. First of all, I think the reason one of the reasons why now cops are not going to be doing their job anymore now, because because see, this is this how you know there's a problem in Chicago when you put the hammer down. You got cops that's gonna say, "Well, I ain't gonna do nothing now." That means that means for you to take that approach, that means that you you're basically implying that yeah, you were crooked and yeah, you were involved in some illegal shit. For you not for you to let this go down, for it to get worse after all, you would think that things would get better. So here's my prediction. I really do think, like you know, in the summertime, the murders really go up in Chicago. I really believe that this summer it will be record lows. I don't know what's gonna happen. But you got Rahm Emanuel fighting for his career, his job. You got all these other people fighting for their jobs and their career. It's coming. (laughs) That's my opinion on that. What y'all think? I really don't know what the summer is going to look like. And I'm so glad I'm not going to be here to find out because I don't have time. It's my cousin. I actually just found out my cousin got shot the other day. And so luckily for him, he got shot, I think, in the shoulder twice. So he's okay. But it's just hit way too close to home now. Like I don't, I've never had no family member get shot. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. So it's like, no, I can't. Mm-mm, I'm not feeling this at all. You know, CB, it's gonna take a joint effort, man. You know, from the police and the community. Yeah. You know, most of the time when um when you're in those streets and you get ready to make a change or whatever, we normally like to leave the communities that we grew up in because it's so bad. Yeah. It takes a special kind of person to stay there and make that change, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So we know how bad it is, and we don't hold ourselves accountable. You know, I know some people are going to try to maybe twist it, what I'm saying a little, but... No, you're right. You know, you got to check yourself first. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, it's just like uh, when you when people talk about snitching, for example. Yeah. And... Um, I guess they don't look at it as, let's say if, if something happened to your kid yeah. and you know who did it, I mean, do you want street justice or do you want 
you want some type of justice, right? Right, but it also or, or even even if you don't know and somebody else know, you would hope they come and speak up. Right, but you also, if you don't believe in the system, then you really don't care about getting that. You probably do want street justice because you think the system is not going to look out for you. You know, because you see. Let me ask you this, then. Let me let me, I want, let me take that statement back. What do you think the difference is between snitching and and doing what's right? Well, I think snitching, snitching is if you're living that life. If you were living that life, if you were in the streets and stuff like that, then it's a code amongst, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't tell on your people. If you, if, if that's one of your peoples like that, if you live in that life. Now, if, if you're not living that life and something happens, hey, then you, you don't owe nobody nothing. You only owe your family. You yeah, know, I agree with that. You know what I mean? I totally disagree. Okay. Well, I'm a snitch, and I'm the first one to say it. So don't do no dirt around me and think I'm not going to say nothing. If I get caught up in it and my life is on the line or my freedom is on the line, I'm telling everything. Well, see, my take on snitching is if you do dirt with somebody yeah. and you both get caught mm -hmm. and you tell to make your sentence lighter than what it should be, that's snitching. Yeah. If you're trying to protect your neighborhood, the kids, and... Uh, you know, people that, that you know, some of that nature. That's not snitching. But that's what I was. Just, ain't that what I just said? If you live in that life, you you no, tell you them. No, you said you live in that life. Yeah. I say if you are out there. Well, I, I well, I take that back. Maybe I took you wrong. But yeah. if you out doing dirt with somebody, yeah, you tell you snitch to make your situation better. You snitch. Yeah, yeah you snitching exactly. Yeah. yeah, but if you if you just living in the neighborhood, going to work, and not don't have nothing to do with that, and you see something happen, damn right you supposed to tell. Damn right. But you know, we look at that as snitching though. Yeah. Well, we shouldn't look at that because obviously, see, that goes back to not having no OGs or nothing like that around to, to break it down like how you just broke it down because that's not snitching if you live in that life. You know what I mean? If, if you're not living that life. You know what I'm saying? If you just, if you, if you just live in a normal life, an honest life, a legit life, and you just, like you said, you're trying to better your community, you, you suppose that's the only way that that's the only way the system is gonna work is if you have people participating in it. But if you got people that's not participating in the system, then of course that's why the system fails. Nobody believes in the system. Yeah, nobody believes in the system because as soon as you snitch, the people you snitching on live in your neighborhood. And then the cops don't come. If they do come, they get to shooting the wrong people. Yeah. So now I mean right now you got so much going on with the cops. And, uh, you know, the killings out here, the murders, that it's, it's all like a big-ass ball that need to be un unwind. It's a domino effect. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and say all oh, cops are bad, man. I know some no, cops not. back home and uh, guys that, that were out there that decided to be cops and they actually trying to make a change. So I'm not going to say all oh, cops are bad, but, you know, it's no trust on either side now. But you know what? I'm gonna say, and I'm glad you brought that up. That all cops are not bad because uh, I just had an incident with a police officer today, and uh, my daughter. I've been telling my daughter about walking away from uh, parents and stuff like that, and I just and I saw a police officer at her class, and I said, "Hey, can you come over here and talk to my daughter about what happens when you walk walk away and run away from your uh, parents?" And uh, you know. And he actually did. He sat down, talked with her for about ten minutes. Actually, what I should have did was actually recorded it because that's the day. That's the era we live in nowadays. You got to record things and make it go viral because that's the era we live in. I should have Snapchatted. But I do want to say that that's not 
all cops ain't bad, man. This was a white cop too. He sat back, talked with me. You know, we bash cops a lot because of the, the stuff that happens, but uh, let's salute the ones that is doing pretty good. Now, granted, this was a better neighborhood than, you know, what what's going on in Chicago. This wasn't in Chicago where this happened, but you know, there are good cops out there. What else you got, Caleb? Um, well, I wanted to get into my question of the day, and it kind of has to deal with women and their faithfulness and being in relationships and being out of relationships. I actually had a conversation with somebody before, and they were adamant at the about the fact that all women should go through a hoe phase. Otherwise, they're going to be cheaters. Do you guys agree with that? Put that down. Hey, you know what? I heard that before in high school. I heard that that, and you know what? We hear that with men a lot. That men have to go like coming to America was about that. Go out, you know, get it in, and then come back and try to get married. And men do it all the time. Women, I guess, do it all the time too. But the problem with today's woman is you letting everybody know who you sleep with. Look, women don't get like when. Every woman that a man sleeps with, you know, that's that's another that's another point on the scoreboard for us. We get points. The points go up for us. All right. And even women like that about us. Oh, you had oh, okay. They you're not gonna say it so uh, per se, but you like that about because you want an experienced man. Now, men on the other way, we don't want to know. Yeah, we look. You ask a woman how many people she has sex with. Any number more than one is too much for us. We don't want to hear that. All right, it, 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 you could, you could, a woman could tell a man she's been married three times. And you ask her how many people she slept with, if she says any number more than one, that's too much for us. So, yes, get it in, but don't just be discreet. Be a lady about it. What happened to being a lady about your stuff? Go ahead, guys. Well, I'm not saying that, you know, you need to be out there broadcasting every dude you sleep with, but even if, like, they keep it on the low, carry themselves as a woman and you would never know that they're doing what they want to do, how they want to do it, when they want to, with whoever they want to. But do you think that they need to get that out of their system? Like say, for example, you're in a long-term relationship, you suffer a bad breakup, and you've really never been single before. Mm, let's say you're about 26, 27, 28. Do you think she should go out and just have fun and just kind of do what she wants to do? Or do you think she should save herself for the next relationship she gets into? A woman can do whatever she wants to do, but do just don't let us know about exactly. it. Exactly. Like I said oh. last time, the only time she be classified as a hoe is if she putting up business out there. So basically, you're saying, Caleb, that females want to be the women that they bash on social media? Yeah. <laughs> there you go, dog. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that, because like I said earlier, ain't no amount of money worth my you know my self-respect so i'm not gonna sit up here and say i'm a saint if i want to have sex with somebody i'm not afraid to go out and do it i'm single however you're not gonna catch me on the internet in my bra and panties and twerking and doing this and doing that just for a couple of likes i think that's a big difference because it's so it's really kind of funny to me how a lot of those girls on there be trying to act like they're saints and post all these memes about god and Jesus on my side and this, this and that, or they'll have their son, a picture of their baby, one one pose, and then the next picture is them in the thong. Like Amber that, Rose? Like Amber that's Rose? That's a completely Everybody. different story. That shit bothers me. Ain't, ain't that like Amber Rose? There's people in the church that do that. So I mean, my thing is, are you saying that you want to, that basically you hate what you ain't, in a sense? Hmm. 
Oh, you saying like, uh, you saying get it out your system. I mean, how is being a hoe gonna be in your system in the first place? Oh, I'm not they, saying yeah. it's, no, 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 I'm not saying it's being a hoe. I'm just saying it's, a, they're calling it a hoe phase. Yeah. If you're single, go out and do it just so you kind of get tired of it and you don't feel like you need to, okay. you know, you have this urge to have sex all the time or do these sexual things. Okay, but my question is to you, Kayla, is this. All right, let's just say it's okay. So men and women, we're equal. You guys can do whatever we do. The issue is this. Let's just say you out there just getting it in, having fun. But let's just say, let's just say you get pregnant. Now, if you get pregnant and you were just, and you knew you were just having fun, do you expect that man to be serious when you guys, when everyone knew that you were just having fun? And I know that answer is yes. You expect him to be serious because now, no, now, I don't expect well, not okay. Well, most women will, but see, that's the no, issue. I feel like you're serious. Hmm? I feel like what do you mean, like be serious is in regards to like being in a relationship and settling down and everything. No, be serious as in going and paying that damn child support when you decide to have a baby, even though he don't want to have a baby. Yeah. Well, you know how babies are made. You know where babies come from. Yeah, exactly. So you should be out there playing no damn games. Exactly. That's that's right, the exactly. issue. Exactly. I'm not saying go out and just have unprotected sex with but whomever you want. Even to. if you're having protected sex, that's a completely different story. But even if you're having protected sex, even if people you're... with STDs don't wear signs, you don't be no, you don't know. I know, but even so if I'm you're not saying... we're talking about a two-way street. No, absolutely. That's, I'm, I don't feel like you need to the, you need to expect the man to settle down and be uh, serious. Not even you settle down, you but you still have to step up However, and take care of your kid, though. Huh? I say he don't have to necessarily uh, settle down to be in a relationship. But he no, I, 100%. 100%. And who's to say she even wants to be in a relationship just because she got pregnant? Just because she got pregnant doesn't mean she's want, going to have an abortion because you guys weren't in a relationship. But... You both know how this baby was made. So if she decides that she wants to keep the baby, you're you're on the same page, you understand. It's one thing for you to take care of your responsibilities. It's a whole nother thing for you to feel like, all right, well, we're having a baby. I want my kid to grow up in a two-parent home. Let's try to work this out. I don't really think that happens at all, if ever. And if it does, then that person is real lucky. But just for example, in my situation, the guy I got pregnant by, I was dealing with him only one for quite some time. We ended up not working out. After I found out, we after we stopped dealing with each other, I found out I was pregnant. He wanted me to have an abortion. He still wishes I could have one. I don't even communicate with him. But I don't blame him, and I don't feel like we need to be together. I don't want to be with him. Okay, but, but he still needs to take care of his responsibility. All right, but that's a difference. That's a difference. Made. You guys are in a relationship, but I'm talking. We're talking about one we, night stand. We're away from the from the whole subject, though. Yeah. The question was. Well, the reason why I said that, dog. The reason why I said that, dog, is because women want to talk about being playing that whole phase. But okay, you want to play the whole phase and just have fun. But then all of a sudden you get pregnant. Now you want to. Well, now now I want to be serious. You know, you can't have it both ways. I keep telling women that you cannot do what we do. You can't just say I'm having fun, right? I just want you to be my side dude and all that kind of stuff. But then all of a sudden you get pregnant. Well, no, now it has to be serious. You you know how this baby got here. Whoa, whoa, baby, you just said we're having fun. So you can't have it both ways. Either we're in this together to have fun or, or you looking to be 
in a relationship, you know, pick you pick and choose. You can't have it both ways. I keep telling oh, people. I got something. I got something to say. Go ahead. If if you if you know how babies are made, and, and I'm sorry, okay, I got go ahead on this, but if you keep making a statement, you know how babies are made. Don't you too? Don't you know what a rubber is? Oh, 100 percent. But I feel so, like. I... Okay, go ahead. Say what you have to say. Oh no, you finish. Y'all still straying away from the subject. Okay, let's get off that subject. How about because we do that? <laughs> we was talking about this going through a phase deal, right? Yeah. So only thing I'm gonna say on that is, um, if you if you're gonna be single, be single. Yeah. Right. If you, you want to be in a relationship, be that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, whatever the outcome is, I mean, I'm, I'm quite sure everybody know what could come out of that. Mm-hmm. So it can't be no blame game. You know what I'm saying? Associated with the outcome. You know, because I know most guys gonna try to put the put the owners on the female, but reality is, bro, one way or another, whether it's financial, financially, or whatever, you gonna pay. But that well, goes back to the original question you from. Should, you really shouldn't have to be made to do your part. Right, but that goes back to our original question on episode two, big dog, or was that episode? No, it was episode one. You asked us, "Is it?" F-? Well, you remember how, how, did, how did that question go from episode our first, very first podcast? That, you know, with, with the laws now, that the female has total say so once the child is conceived. Mm-hmm. You know, the man doesn't have any say so over that. Right, and I think the way we pose the question is this, Kayla. Let me ask you this: Is if it really does take two to tangle, right? If it really does take two, how, how is it fair that? Okay, it, y'all both made this baby together. So if you decide you want to be a mother, that automatically makes me a father. But let's just say I get you pregnant and you don't want to have the baby, but I decide I want to be a dad. You got all the control to decide, well, I don't want to be a mother, so we're not having this baby. You have an abortion. Now, all of a sudden, I don't get a chance to be a dad. But if you decide you want to be a mother, I automatically become a dad. You know what I mean? But then you want to, but people want to say we're equal though. It takes two to tangle. No, it only takes two to tangle when she decides she wants to be a mother. But what if she don't want to be a mother and I want to be a dad? I mean, those type of issues, those type, those type of things happen. And it's, and it's They unfair. absolutely do. And in my opinion, just the way that, you know, my mind works and what I've seen growing up and from the women that I know, no matter what the situation is, whether we're married or, you know, we've just been together for a couple of weeks. As a woman, and especially as a black woman, you need to be prepared to be a single mother, regardless of the situation, because you really never know what's going to happen. So a man can say that he wants to be a father, or he wants this, or he wants that, but you never know what he's really going to do until it happens. Yeah, well, so you know, well, you shouldn't think, you know, let me cut you off. You shouldn't think like that. I'm just, I don't know you that well. We just met about a month and ago. But people need but, to think like this. If I lay down and have sex with somebody, anybody, one night stand, no matter what, I got a chance of getting this person pregnant no matter if I got a condom on or if she on birth control. You got a chance of getting that person pregnant. That shit go through a person's mind every time they have sex. That's true. And if it do, then, you know, uh, maybe it'll alleviate some of this stuff. But back to the original question, you know, about women trying to get it out of their system. What is that to get out your system? Right. As Dog said, if you're going to be single, be single. If you're going to be with somebody, be with somebody. I mean, there's nothing to get out the system. Yep. You got something on this? If you're not willing to deal with the, um, if you're not willing to deal with the consequences behind your actions. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
it's, it's just it's, it's all part of the course, brother. Uh, I agree. I just wanted to know y'all opinion because I've heard several people say several men, and I mean, it might just be my generation or guys my age who are saying women need to go through a whole phase. But hearing it from older men, I understand that. I'm quite sure a young man gonna say yeah, go through a whole phase because they hoeing. Right, <laughs> right. somebody the whole week. You can't be a hoe by yourself. No, exactly. They want to make it easy for themselves. Yeah, you can't be a hoe by yourself. And like I said, you, you expect your expectations for men got to be bigger and better than that. What you just said. I'm telling you this if you if you use my sister, you cannot have that kind of expectations of a man that I'm just gonna be a single mother. Because if you say that. That's what you're going to end up being. You don't have well, to. Well, it's not that I'm saying I know. it's just what it's going to be. Nah, it's just a, re- it's a reality. That's not, that's, that shouldn't, that, that shouldn't have to be your reality. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't you, have to You be don't have reality. to, you shouldn't think like that. When you, you start to think like that, things, that's, that's things what start to happen. You got to dream big. That put you on that course. You got to dream I mean, big. That, that man may not step up, but another man might. That's yeah. right. You don't have to be a single mother. You could, there's, there's men out here all the time. You got to hold yourself as a woman. And with respect for a man to want to wife you, a man ain't gonna wife anything. Now a man will fuck anything, or sleep or sleep with anything, but he ain't gonna wife anything. All right, he ain't gonna put a ring on his anything. Real and that's the only thing I say. A lot of females I don't think they understand is if you don't carry yourself in a certain way, or right. a man a certain type of respect. Whatever type of man you really looking for, you're not gonna get it. Not gonna. Nope. I agree, but there I do see a whole bunch of good men who get with these whole ass bitches. Or these, these, my bad. I, I But these ladies who are just not the right ones and who are really horrible, like, you know, they'll get with these good men because they know that they are a good man and do what they want on the low, on the side and on the low. And they're the ones who are getting wiped up and they're the ones who are getting. You know, yeah, cuffed but, and everything. I don't understand that. Yeah, but don't believe. But see, that you can't believe everything you see. You know what I mean? Because like, you know, that might not be a good situation. It might look like a good situation, but that might not be a good situation. You know, you can't believe everything you see. A guy, a guy will mess with just about anything. But who he decides to go forward with in life is not just anybody. A guy ain't going forward with just anybody. That's real talk right there. D, I'm gonna let you finish, wrap this up for we uh, so we can go, move on to the next thing. Oh, I have nothing this. else to say about that, man. It's a dead topic. I mean, these women out here, they can do what they want to do, just like men can do whatever they want to do. As far as like the whole getting pregnant thing and all that, that's a choice on both sides, you know. And a man is, you know, I really didn't really too much agree with Kayla stating about, you know, it's just a reality out there. You know, that's sad when we got to call that a reality. That's why I told you know? yeah. It is. Everybody, everybody, everybody controls their own destination. Exactly. Whatever, you know, their destiny or whatever. And you know what? When you when you you sleeping with people, whatever, you need to know the type of person that you're dealing with. You know. Yep. And and and, 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 and trying, you know, I don't know, pick the right people. I can't say that. I mean, I've chosen some of the wrong people at the same time. But at the same time, though, at the end of the day, when it comes to children and all that, we all parents. Sometimes you meet that representative, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, here's my here's my here's here's CB's advice of the week for you, Kayla, and all, and all the women that's listening. Try meeting a man at 4 p.m. and not 4 a.m. That might help your odds out just a little bit better. I don't even go out. I'm, just, no, I'm not talking about you in general. I'm just saying. No, but let me just say, and this is just in regards to my own situation, but I remember I am the queen of dealing with the wrong one. Like, I am great at that. That's just how I am. However, 
I remember when I started dealing with this specific guy, I actually had called my mom and said, Mom, I think I got a good boy. She said, well, you might want to get your attitude together. And I was working on it, doing what I needed to do. Come to find out, once everything got real, I actually was able to find he is just as bad as everybody else, no matter how good he portrayed himself. Okay, well, let me ask. Since, since you're putting this all out here, and obviously you have no shame, and that's cool with us. You want to be open, we can be open, too. How fast did you give it up? If you want, if you don't want to talk about it? Uh, it was a while. It took a, it took a, well, to me. Okay, what's a while to you? Because you're 24. Long enough. Longer than most. What's the, okay, it was more than what, well, more than night. A, more than one week, more than two weeks. Yeah, oh. definitely. More than two weeks. Well, okay, definitely. there you go. Whatever attracts you to a man, maybe you need to stray away from that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not being. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being serious. He's not the type of dude that I typically would go for. Okay. He's not nowhere near the type of guy that I would typically go for. So I think that's kind of why I was starting to fall so quickly. But I mean, at the end of the day, everything is a lesson learned. I don't regret anything at all. But I've learned a lot. Yeah. Well, that's all it is. I mean, you're 20, you young. Just keep going. You know, you, you everybody messes up. It ain't nothing. Just getting started. Yeah, you just getting started. Don't let this one situation define your whole life. 24, shit, it's over with. I mean, you got a long, long way to go. All right. So what did we all learn today? No whole phases. No whole phases. <laughs> but just for everyone out there that does want to be in that whole phase, we salute you too, and uh, we salute your journey. We wish you and the best on that, that journey. People with STDs do not wear signs. Hey, well, whatever your journey is in life, we support you on that. May you may may it be enjoyable for you, and take pictures and keep posting on Instagram for us to enjoy it. <laughs> All right, that was Kayla. Be safe. be safe, and ain't nothing wrong with a zap in the gap. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kayla's question of the day. All right, let's get to this Uga of the week. Let's describe a certain female. Let's describe a certain female. Let's describe a certain female. The definition of Uga is pretty much an ignorant, uh, uh, unattractive, not knowing how to act individual. And it can usually be of a certain persuasion. Female with a disease of character and attitude. If you will, a snob. However, some ghetto chick from the west side, south side of Chicago. <laughs> And how many of these ghetto chicks have you slept with? <laughs> my memory doesn't jog back that far. Once again, you said women aren't what? Hey, shit. What's my favorite word? And these are the opinions strictly of Here's Danny. Stop stealing other people's Yo, shit. I'm so happy we finally got around to this because I thought we was about to have a Uber of the week without even having going into my session. Look in. Oh, God. All right. So. This person that's the Uga of the week, you know, I'm, I'm not going to name them like I usually do or, you know, it's a group or anything like that, but it, it, it's somebody that I actually know. So I'm not going to drop any names or anything like that, but we just going to call him Ratchet Ho from a Midwest state. <laughs> just, Careful, brother. Careful. Is that okay? Careful, brother. <laughs> Careful. So... Our show is getting our show is getting bigger and better, TV. man. Careful, careful now, people. Oh man, I'm I'm very careful. Oh, Unfortunately, yeah, I was careful back in the day. People gonna hear this now. We'll be in a position, you know. Never mind. We're not gonna go this. So can I get to my Uga the Week? CBS let's go. Let's be go. Careful. Yeah, go I'm, I'm playing with the fire that I want to play with right now. How about that? All right. All right. So let's just say this person posted something right on Facebook. Okay. And what they posted just it's just it's they had Uga written all over it. 
Okay? So I'm going to read it to y'all, right? Alright. And you're going to tell me what you think. Alright. Okay? People make me sick. Why are you worried about what somebody spent their tax refund on? I work all the time. I pay my mortgage, my car note, my bills. My kids have everything they need and a lot of what they want. So why is it when I get my taxes, if I want to go buy me some hair, I most definitely will. Tell me, does this not sound Uga or not? You sitting there talking, you talking about paying your bills and everything and people worried about what you spend your taxes on and, and you want to post this about you buying your, your hair. That's okay. some Uga shit. Oh. If you have done everything that you were supposed to do, your bills are up today, your kids are good, gravy, they don't need for nothing, everything is good. You came into a little bit of, or maybe even a lot of bit of extra money that's refunded to you, which means you have overpaid the government and they are paying you back money that you have already given to them. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do whenever I want to do if I have that money. That's on them. Why you need Why to post that on social media, though? Wait. Why you that post it on social media? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What, hold on, hold on. what is that money that you supposedly, you supposedly worked so hard for, you ain't even working for it. You get paid from another nigga. Wait, wait a minute, wait. Well, that's, that's different. Wait that's a minute. A, Kayla, is he talking about... media bragging about it, though. Who, who are you talking about? You weren't talking about Kayla, was you? No, I don't even get taxes back. Oh, oh okay, because I'm like, man, what happened here? All right, cool. I didn't know what was going on. All right, all right. No, but I mean, I just feel like people, if they're really doing what they're supposed to be doing, I see no harm in them going to buy some new hair or going out and buying themselves a nice little designer purse or whatever the case is. But you know what? Here's the problem, and I agree with D on this. The problem is this. Why do you have to put it on social media exactly. forever? If you could have been a did whatever That's you had to do. If you could have been a did what you wanted to do with the money, fuck it off, gamble it all away, whatever you wanted to do, and not had to tell nobody because it's really nobody's business what you do with your money. This right. is true. However, I find that making that sort of statement is not as bad as somebody posting a picture of them with their income tax in their hand and acting like, oh, we've been getting money. We stay getting money. It's all stupid to me. Yeah, it's, it's all, all ogreish. It's all ogreish to me. So you mean to tell me I can't put no tornadoes on the suburban man? You can do. You can do whatever you want to. But why? But why <laughs> does every? But, but dog, you smart enough not to go on there and post all that stuff on your. Uh, oh, man, you don't fuck it with you, dog. Man, I, I, I just don't get That's like people who win some money And go post it all on social media And wonder why you just got robbed Exactly <laughs> Yeah, really? no, I agree you, with that You used to having that, you know how it go But I, I mean, maybe it's a general Maybe the person who posted it is just like me And Get they underpaid the government So they owe taxes Taylor, she, she really, you know what She might be just like you, whatever And, and the problem with that is You know, you, you just, that's, that's, that's youthful you don't you don't do stuff like that. There's no reason to do that, especially when the situation is you bragging about something that you really don't do. Yeah, I've never been the person to post my finances or anything like that on social media in the first place. My mom would kill me. Yeah. But good mom. I mean, good I guess mom. I can understand where these people are coming from, but I don't feel like it's necessary to post everything you do out there. No, it is but not. But at the same token, if you feel like you want to go buy some new hair, yeah, I mean, when you, you came can... in. A you can and you want to splurge on that good hair that's gonna last. Listen, good hair is not expensive. I sell it for a living. Yeah, but look, I got seven hundred dollars worth of hair on my head right now, and I don't even have a full head of hair. 
Oh, you just made DJ. But anyway, <laughs> look. But that's how much it costs. It's no, like DJ's two hundred dollars a bundle. <laughs> no, I know. Kayla, but, Kayla, no. please tell me that you got your your child's stuff set up. Like she got some bling going on. Like when she come out the womb, she gonna be wearing Gucci everything or whatever. Because well, you tell me you can spend seven hundred dollars on some hair. I didn't. Look, no, I sell the hair, so I get a discount at work. I didn't spend all the money on it. I don't have to. But that's how much it costs. That's what I'm saying. Good hair is not cheap. It's not cheap. Yeah. Well, uh, let me get back to your <laughs> your point. The, the the issue is this: you can do whatever you want to with your money. Right. It's your money. But the problem is this: if when you post what you're about to spend your money on, people are gonna look at it. But shit, that motherfucker owe me some money. You know what I'm right, saying? It's right, always right. gonna be somebody like that. You owe me. Wait a minute. Didn't I just give you this, and now you finna buy this? Why? Why you gotta tell everybody what you about to spend your money right, on? You post it, and then people come with their remarks on yeah. how they don't think you should be posting that, or they talk about it. Then you get mad. Don't yeah. get mad if you put it on social media and people come out with their opinion. Crazy, that's crazy. But D, this week I actually agree with your Uga of the week. Now let me uh, let's dig deeper in your. Before you keep going with that, CB, you know it's not just I saw this one person, and unfortunately I knew this whole. I mean this this woman. Yeah. So now now no come on Kayla. So this this, this, the thing is it's all over social media right now. Right now they check right now they out there and they spending they spending a whole bunch of ratchet stuff right now and you are gonna see a whole bunch of these posts. I I just want to know D. They putting spinners on. Does today's Uga of the week have any financial ties to you any financial ties to me yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> oh okay now maybe we maybe i maybe uh maybe somebody out there seeing this post i'm like god damn whatever it's nice to know that you know they could spend that type of money but i wonder you know they that man somebody's probably wondering where the hell they they, they child's money is going oh okay right yeah i feel like that too if you come into some money at least throw a nice chunky amount into your baby's college fund mm-hmm. not some damn hair <laughs> no you could buy some hair too but do, do what's important first you know what this why day white women i'm sorry <laughs> 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 Silky. Kayla, I'm just playing. Don't take it. Don't take it into it. And anybody listening to the show, I ain't, I ain't playing about the dating. But damn. Hey, okay. Now I know it, they got I, most of them shit. Half the ones them celebrities right now, they got weaving their hair, whatever. We wouldn't never know. But that's probably because they ain't on social media claiming that they just brought seven hundred dollars worth of hair. Right. Listen, I just got a text message from a friend of mine who's at um, a specific location. I don't want to say because they might know who I'm talking about. But they said this person is wearing a weave who is an Asian, and their tracks are showing. She should go spend her income tax on some hair. Her tracks don't need to be shown. That's the problem. All right. Well, shout out to everybody with their tracks showing. That was uh, D's Uga of the Week. I actually agreed with it this week. Uh, Thanks, D, for that. All right, coming up, we got... The beautiful Sierra coming on inside the cave for the Cave Crush segment. Check her out. And we'll be right back with more Inside the Cave and the Dirt Sheets. Check out the Dirt Sheets coming up. You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. On iTunes. Three Lee Films. Yo, this is Joe Dirt, the host of the Dirt Sheets. The best segment on any podcast. Stay tuned for another classic Dirt Sheet coming up. Matter of fact... Don't need to waste your time. Just fast forward to the last 10 minutes of the show and you can hear the best person on this podcast, which is me. When inside the cave. 
Take it back now, y'all. Bring it back in Has your husband or boyfriend been acting up lately? Sick of his bullshit? Or are you just flat out tired of looking at his ugly ass? Need something new and exciting in your life? Then you need to try Side Guy. That's right, Side Guy. For only $200 a week, you can have your very own Side Guy send you a good morning text every day. Unlimited sex, two hours per day of venting time, and much more. Side Guy offers a wide range of men to choose from. Big guys, short guys, old guys, young guys. We can match the perfect guy to satisfy your vaginal demands. But wait, there's more. Side Guy offers a full money back guarantee if you get pregnant, get herpes, fall in love, get AIDS, or if your boyfriend or husband finds out and murders you. So don't wait. Call now. 800-SIDE-GUY. The first 30 callers will get a free directory of good bed bug infested motels to take your side guy. And for special rush delivery, need it quick? Call our other hotline at 1-800-NEW-DICK. Don't hesitate. Get your very own side guy. Heels on or heels off? Heels on. Oh! Your arms are boy shorts. Oh. What's your measurement? 36, 24, 40. Sounds like a great locker combination. Now it's time for this week's Cave Crush of the Week. Inside the Cave. Alright, cool. Welcome back Inside the Cave, thecavepodcast.com. And like us on Facebook, Inside the Cave. And if you listen to us on iTunes and you like this episode, give us a five star. Rate us five stars and you can leave us a little feedback. Same thing with SoundCloud. Anybody listening to us on SoundCloud, follow us back. You can follow back on there. We're new to SoundCloud. We're just putting all our shows on there, retro shows and stuff like that. Um, hit, us, hit that follow button. If you like the episode, hit the heart button. Let us know you like it and you actually can leave us some feedback. Um, from your boys on Inside the Cave. We are doing the Cave Crush again. It's a chance for us guys in the cave to talk to beautiful women and to put a personality with their beautiful pictures. And uh, uh, this one's going to be tough for me, Joe. You've seen the pictures, so uh, this is going to be pretty tough for me. Um, now, look, let me just say this right now. For everyone listening, to be a Cave Crush on Inside the Cave, you don't necessarily have to be an Instagram model or a published model, video model, or any any type of model. But if you are that type of model, that makes it a little bit easier it for us helps. in the vetting process when we're looking for cave crushers. So the more pictures you got, the easier it is for us to find you. Now today's cave crush is a very beautiful girl. I want to welcome in the beautiful Ciara Carter. Welcome to Inside hey, the Cave. Hey, how, how you doing? Ciara? <laughs> now, is, this, is it Ciara or Ciara? Ciara. Ciara, okay. Ciara. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, how, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm doing great. Life is great. Life is good. I'm happy. Everything's great. I'm just, you know, 
Oh, we're doing good doing now. Pretty good. Now you got a lot of stats. We do a segment on this show called Stat Facts, and I'm looking at you got a lot of stats. You've been in the game for a while, so you're more than just a model. You're an actress, and you've been in a lot of things. Uh, you want to tell? Yeah, go ahead and tell everybody about yourself. Tell us, tell us some things. Yes, actress, model, businesswoman, entrepreneur. You know, definitely. Yeah. Um, I've I've been modeling since I was about eight. Yeah. Um, I think the very first thing that I, I did that was so significant to me was a BB and CC wanted video. Um, you can probably still pull that thing up on YouTube. You said but, um, um, which video? That was like the very first big thing that I did. I was eight, and you know I fell in love with it, and I've been I've been doing it for a long time. And hold on, I don't want to I don't want to cut I don't want to cut you off. You said BB and CC Winans video. Yeah, uh-huh. Which, which, which song? Do you remember? I'm a fan of BB and CC. Yeah, you know, and they're from my hometown, Nashville, so it was a great, it was an honor to work with them both. Um, what's your like, cousin? Really? You know the name of the song? Wow, that is awesome. Okay, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off, but that, that, that that's not all no you like. I like that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Um, and as far as acting goes, um, gosh, I, I started acting probably around 12 or 13 in, like, small plays, mm-hmm. and studying, like, all the old actors, you know, um, Cary Grant and, you know, Elizabeth Taylor, I mean, like, old movies, you know, yeah. and um, it spoke to me, and I was passionate about it, and I've been doing it, you know, for, for a very long time now, so, yeah. Now, uh, Sierra, you um, were you like in Jet Magazine? I was at nineteen. Okay, the crazy thing about that the, the picture. So, I went to a competition in Jamaica, one, and that's where uh, the picture was taken. Yeah. Uh, by Derek Blank. Uh, he's a great photographer out in Atlanta. Anybody who's ever shot with him, I mean, he shoots for covers of magazines. He's very known. Um. So he shot me in Jamaica, and it's funny because my mom actually submitted that photo. Really? <laughs> and the, the editor of Chat uh, Magazine, you know, hit us up and was like, oh my gosh, you love to have your daughter in Jet Magazine the weekend. That was another huge thing for me, you know, because yeah. I just, um, you know, graduated from high school uh, a year ago, and I was trying to figure out, okay, how was I going to start my modeling career, like really a stamp on it, you know, now that I have uh, time to actually really focus on it. And that came to me, uh, Jet Magazine, um, after my mom submitted it, and that was actually like a little nudge for me, like right before I moved out to California, actually. Mm. So that actually helped open some doors, you know, here and there, uh, so people could see that I was serious about what I was doing at the time. All right, let me describe you real quick. Uh, you are a beautiful chocolate woman. And I hate this. I, 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 the, the question, you know, I think you probably know the question I'm about to ask. Um, being a model, do you notice that, that there's a difference between... Because you... Okay, hold on. Before I even ask that, give me your measurements. Can you, can you uh, tell us your measurements? You want to know my measurements. Yes. You guys are funny. Okay. Um... I am a 32B, 25, 37. Yeah, and the reason why I'm asking that is because you 
have such a unique, exotic look to you. Uh, you remind me so much of my wife. And uh, no, I'm serious. And you had this beautiful, exotic look to yourself. And do you notice that any preferential treatment between darker models like yourself and lighter models, do you notice that? Absolutely. But I try not to focus on that because I feel like what's for me is for me. And that I do have a very unique look that, you know, it is very (laughs) unique. I'm going to make it. I mean, you know, so I mean, I try not to get caught up into that too much. But, you know, you notice things. Absolutely. Now, now, let's go into this. You have a your own, uh, is it called the Sierra Carter Collection, right? Correct. It's my collection, absolutely. Yeah, okay. okay. Tell us about it. Yeah. So, okay, Poetic Justice Jeans, first of all, it caters to women with curves. And that does, doesn't just mean full-figure women. Okay. It also means, you know, petite women um, who, you know, you may be considered skinny, but you also have curves. So mm-hmm. it's for women of all ranges. Right. It comes just about, you know, any and every woman. And these jeans really fit your body shape and help accentuate your curves. And, you know, at the same time, still bringing you all the trends, all the latest fashion, and keeping you up on everything. And so my collection, the Sierra Carter collection, uh, basically represents everything that Point of Justice is, is um, standing for, but at the same time bringing a different flair to it. So I like to consider myself more like a little tomboyish but classy at the same time so i named my collection uh the sierra carter tombo sheet collection by poetic justice jeans and it just offers a different variety um for women you know um where you have that kind of chill relaxed style but at the same time it's chic and comfortable that you so when you're out and about during your day you don't have to worry about oh i have to go home and Change for this occasion, that occasion, pretty much for my collection. You can wear it throughout the day and still fit every appointment in with your wardrobe. That is nice. Now, uh, let me ask you this: you're you're originally from Nashville, you said, right? Yes. And then Nashville. Okay. Now, uh, now Nashville <laughs> Nashville is actually a real nice man. It's real nice out there. Uh, I had an uncle that stayed out there for a while. Now, how long? Now you're in LA now, right? How long you been out there? I've been out here in LA for about almost eight years now. What was that transition like? Oh gosh. So when I first moved here, I would say it was interesting, first of all. Um, you know, coming from Nashville to LA, which is very liberal. Um, so when I first got here, I was pretty, I was pretty shocked. I was pretty like <laughs> weirded out. I was like, oh my gosh, it was also the hardest thing that I've ever done. Hmm. Um, I believe like for the first year, it was like, ugh, it was like excruciating pain for me. It was like really hard for me. I was like, oh my gosh, have I made a mistake? But you know, um, time prevails, prayer, <coughs> faith, and constantly just staying on your grind and staying focused, you know, doors started opening and, you know, things started happening and one thing led to another and, you know, you find your way. Yeah. Now, do you have that story? Like, I hear a lot of people trying to make it out in L.A., they have to live out their cars and, you know, they had to really struggle before they 
didn't made it in LA. So like, was your struggle like oh, yeah. that? Oh yeah, nothing comes without a sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. say that. Uh, so I definitely had some some crazy nights. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And like I said, you got this. You got this exotic look to you. What kind? <clears throat> what kind of like job opportunities was like offered to you just based off your your look? Like what? What kind of? What's like the craziest job someone made offered you? Like as far as an acting gig or modeling gig or something like that? Because I mean, you're out in L.A., Holly weird. So I can only imagine <laughs> what, what kind of stuff might have been thrown your way. Well, I mean, you know, when you first get out here, you're, like I said, you're trying to find your way. You don't know what's what, who's who. You know, you're really exploring, you know? Yeah. Um, so, of course, everybody, all the people come out, you know, they try to get you, you know, uh, reel you in. And so, um, I don't think there's not one model or actress that hasn't been offered a, a porn job. Not saying that, you know, whoever decides to do that, you know, it's your route. It's I'm your so path, glad whatever. you brought that up because that was going to be my next question. Because how do you, like, <laughs> like to me, that's I, I would think that would be, like, okay, well, explain like explain that when someone offered you that opportunity. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I thought that it was going to be a little... Um, what would you call it? Uh, discreet. But yeah. they were very open about it. You know, obviously, <laughs> you know, they didn't, what they were doing, they didn't think anything was wrong with it. You know, what they were doing or asking, you know, uh, obviously, a lot of people are down for it. So it was just, it was normal, you know, for them. It's like, hey, you know, if you, you know, the adult entertainment stuff, you know, would you like to be involved? You can make this much money. You know, and they will, you know, some money. Oh, it could be this, it could be that. And you just have to know yourself, know what you, you know, what you came out here for. Yeah. And decide your, you know, your path from there or whatnot. So, of course, I said, no, thank you. Um, and kept it moving. What, what did, now, did the guy look like a creep? Was he like a creep-like guy or did he look like a normal guy or something? He was like a normal guy. Really? Wow. Yeah, business-like, you know. <clears throat> yeah, just by looking at him, no, you couldn't tell, oh, he's in the goat, you know. But that's then after he asked the question, he's like, oh, yeah, maybe, you know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so. that's a billion-dollar business, so I can imagine. they probably. I mean, they didn't, be, they didn't become a billion-dollar business by having ugly women on there. They got they usually go after <laughs> beautiful women like yourself, so that is crazy. So you're on your grind in Hollyweird, and you get approached by people that ask you to be in an adult entertainment field, so you decided the smart move, I think, not to go that route. Although it would have been, you know, interesting for guys like us to see something like that. But you decided not to to go that route. And then now you're doing what? Now I see you you did a uh, you were in a video with Snoop Dogg. Now was that how 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 long were you um, in LA before that happened? Oh, that was. I think I did the video like last year. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> so, okay. That was pretty recent, yeah. Yeah, because you... um, But I will go ahead and, if you guys don't mind, promote the latest uh, films that I'm, I'm in, American Bad Boy, starring myself, Cat Williams, and Oprah Tunde. And I have another film uh, starring Vivica Fox called Dead End. I play alongside Miss Vivica as her baby sister. Nice. Um, that's going to be pretty good. So I can't wait for, for that to come out and drop. So, yeah. And that movie yeah. is called Dead End you put, with Vivica Fox, right? Yes. 
Now, uh, being on set with Vivica Fox, uh, how long have you guys been shooting that? Uh, we've actually been shooting this film for the last six months now because of scheduling. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. A lot of stuff has been happening with Vivica. Has she been, like, real professional on set? Has any of that outside stuff with 50 Cent been bothering her on set or anything like that? Or she just seems normal to you? She, she's all right? No, yeah. I mean, honestly, obviously she's in a relationship with him, so she, yeah. she knows him. Uh, but at the same time, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Jessica's very professional, very down to earth, and very involved in the community. And that thing, that little argument, I don't think fades her one bit. You know, she's yeah. a businesswoman as well, and um, very respectable. Absolutely. What, what kind of agent do you got? I mean, like, these are some, like, top-notch roles you yeah. got. Like, cause you actually, you're in Black Jesus, too, now, right? Yes. Got that it. was a lot of fun. John uh, Witherspoon, oh, my gosh. Uh, Murphy, they were hilarious. Corey Holcomb. Corey Holcomb, he's from Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, what kind of agent you got? I mean, you making some moves and stuff. Like, man, like. I have a lot of agents. Really? Absolutely. Oh, you do. I have agents with an S. I have a manager. I mean, you know, um, but my team, period, they are they are awesome. Yeah. They want nothing but the best for me, and they make sure, you know, the deals get done. Oh, so you're with an agency? Yeah, I'm with a few talent agencies. Okay. You work it, girl. You, you want to shout them out just in case anybody's looking for one that listens to the podcast? No, nah, they probably don't want to do that. I tell you what, don't do it. Because you know what? It's almost like, a ta- I'll be honest with you, a talent agent, if you got a good one, which obviously you do, it's almost like finding a good dentist or a good doctor. You don't want to give that person out because what happens is you give that doctor out, you know, that great doctor out, everybody starts using them, then you can't use them no more. So now, nah, don't do it. Don't give them, don't, you don't gotta give your people out. That's my opinion. No, it's not even that. It's not even that. Then they, they start to get solicit mail, and then that starts not to be a, a positive thing for me. <laughs> you know? Right, right. So. Well, yeah, what do you want your legacy to end up to be when it's all said and done? Well, you know, um, that's a good question. Um, I would have to say the whole purpose of me doing this is obviously not only for myself but my family and I feel as though um, it's my duty to pretty much uh, build an empire for them something that would stand the test of time um, when I'm gone you know and pass down from generation to generation and um, my family looking back on our history you know some of them have done well for themselves but at the end of the day it's like okay um what exactly do we have to show for that? And I mean, also helping people, period. So, where are our schools? Where are our libraries? Like, I want to have a foundation and empire like that. Well, let me ask you this now. Um, when you look back, sometimes models, they get a bad reputation because it all, all it takes is one person to have done something the wrong way and then everyone gets typecasted as that type of person so you get a bunch of idiots that might say yeah but she did this yeah but she did that how do you stay positive you know what i'm saying like when you know it's a in, in, in a field that 
it can bring a lot of neg neg negativity with it. Like, how do you stay positive and not say, yeah, I forget them and just stay focused on what you're doing? Like, how do you, how do you stay, like, stay focused on that? Well, I would have to say to not get caught up in it. And I know that's probably a little yeah. harder said than done, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, I mean, it's not real. Like, you know, these people will love you one second and then turn on you the next second and then love you again. It's an up and down, fickle industry, period, you know. And so it's, it's, it's not real. So don't get caught up in it. Only think about what's really important to you. What's important to you, you know, and things that make you happy. If you focus only on that, you know, everything else is minor. So you don't seem to have any implants in the chest area or in the ass area. You seem like a pretty natural girl. Do you get brownie points, which I think you should in this game for that? Um, I don't know, actually. I mean, it's never been brought up to me like, oh, because your head's real, girl, you got this. So we give you that because you don't have a lot of makeup on or thank God you don't have the ass shot, so you get a roll. I mean, no. So I wouldn't know, but honestly, there may be a type of politics that play behind the scenes. Absolutely, yeah. uh, I wouldn't knock it at all. Because I mean, you kind of remind me of like Neil Long in the nineties. Hey, that's a compliment. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neil Long is one of my favorites. Yeah, you kind of remind me of Neil Long in the. Yeah. All right. Let me ask yeah. you. Okay. Let me ask you this. Um, when you're buying lingerie. Victoria's Secrets or uh, La Pearl? What's that name? La Pearl? La Pearl? Never heard of La Pearl either? La Pearl? Oh, La Pearl. yes. Okay. Well, okay, listen. Yeah. It depends. Like, both of them have totally different styles. Hmm. La Perla, that's the thing. That, I think that's how you say it, La Perla. Is that right? I don't know. Just leave it it's alone. A <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that goes even with Frederick's or, or Hollywood or Victoria's Secret. Like, Victoria's Secret, I mean, you can definitely find sexy things there, but they also cater to the, you know, just rounded around, comfortable, you know, cutesy thing as well. Right. As well as, like, on the in Frederick's of Hollywood, you know, it's sexy a little bit kinky, so it's, I guess it depends on what you're into or what's going on that particular day or moment. Right. Now, you're a very pretty girl. What, what, what is it like for you? Like, do, do guys, like, approach you a lot or is are they intimidated? Or, like, what what is it like for you on a normal day with guys? Well, okay. To be honest with you, just about every day I get approached um, so there's a lot of confident guys out there, huh? But I would say it's a little bit of both. Some, you know, are very maybe intimidating and don't approach me or say anything. They just—it's more like a scare, like they scare me down. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, you got the bold ones out there for sure that are definitely approach. So what's the craziest pickup line you ever? You what? ever what's the craziest pickup line you ever had? craziest pickup line. Hmm. I don't know. The craziest one. Or the worst pickup line. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't know. You got me on that one. I got you. I just hear, I wish from everything. <laughs> yeah, I bet you have. I bet you get a lot 
a lot of people coming at you with all type of stuff. So like, what what type of guy is Sierra? What's what's the type of guy that Sierra would like? God, there's gonna be some people that see this and be like, hey, I gotta get out to L.A. So like, what type of guy? What like what do they have to have together to approach you? To catch I your eye. Type. I don't have types anymore. So really, honestly, it's like this. It's like, look, if you are, if you love God, you love yourself, you love your mom, <laughs> you got your head together, you know, everything's in order, no drama, then, you know, if there's an attraction there, absolutely. That's my kind of guy. You have to be a good person. So you'll date a garbage man? <laughs> What's wrong with garbage men? Um, <laughs> garbage men make a, a decent decent money now. You said what? Garbage men make decent money. They make they can make you know. If he's a good guy who treats you right, then. Yeah, they can garbage and men. And you have your stuff in order and together. Doesn't matter what you do. But it don't sound like it don't sound like the, the the whole thing of a garbage man intrigued you right away though. I mean, well, the, I mean, come on. I mean, what? I like, mean, come on, like what? It Okay, so if he if he approached you and you guys um, met at the club, he was re- or met wherever, he was real nice. Met at the club. Okay, not even a club then. Let's say you guys met in the park. He was jogging. He was jogging on a Sunday. You were jogging, and he approached you. Uh, he saw that your shoe was untied, so he bent down to tie your shoe up for you. And uh, and then you dropped your bottle of water. He picked your bottle of water up, and then he looked up and said, "Man, you one of the most beautiful women I've ever met in my life. What's your name?" <laughs> Y'all start talking. Then you find yourself interested. Then all of a sudden, he hits you with, "Yeah, I gotta go to work tomorrow." Oh, what you got? What you do? I'm a garbage man. Would you look at that man different? <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm just. You no, know, you're laughing. Funny. Um. So what would I do? Yeah. <laughs> Are you, would you look at him different? Is he still the same guy or what? No, absolutely not. No, I wouldn't look at him different, no. All right. I'm having a hard time believing you by the way you're laughing and stuff, so I don't know. <laughs> the way you're saying you're like trying to make it sound like the worst possible. <laughs> uh, how's a garbage man the worst possible? It's a lot of good quality. It's, it's like, yeah, he's garbage and garbage man is like, oh. Garbage man, they make man. You know, I'm a, a garbage man make about a hundred and some odd thousand a year. Yeah, I'm not knocking it at all. For no. real, for real. Yeah, man. Don't don't knock the garbage man. And I'm not a garbage not man, but I, I got some. I got. I know some garbage <laughs> men. CB is an aspiring garbage man. So you probably <laughs> yeah, that's my next job in life to be a garbage man. That's what I'm looking forward to doing. Wow, man. All right, so uh, what else you what else you got going on though? You got anything else new you uh, you got going on? I know you got the. Uh, oh wait, hold on. Tell me about this because uh, this this Joe Joe's favorite rapper of all time is Nas. Now, uh, you what video were you in with Nas? Gosh, uh, what's the name of that video? Baby, 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 I was, yeah, it was right after their breakup, and, um, isn't that the name of the video, Baby, or Baby Come Back or something? Uh, um, I remember, Joe, you're a nice yeah, fan. Yeah, it was nice, and he was so cool to work with, um, such a gentleman, you know, real 
very down to earth, you know. Um, he's a good person, absolutely. What year was it? Okay, well, yeah, what year was it? That was about 2013. Oh, okay, that was probably off his most recent app. Okay, I know what you're talking about there. All right, okay, now you were in a video with Usher. Yes. Okay, what uh, what song was that? I just have the concept in my head. I'm not even sure the name of the video was. Oh, okay. But basically, um, it was a club. It was like a club scene. Um, I showed his love interest, you know. Um, really? Yeah, he was he was really cool to work with as well. What now? What what year was that? That was the same year I shot. Okay. What kind of music you like? What kind of music you into yourself? I like all music. Yeah. Like literally. I pretty much listen to everything except for like metal. But I'm like music inclined. I love music. Oh, okay. What what uh video do you remember the video you were in with Snoop Dogg? So many pros. So many pros, okay. Yeah. Now, how was how was working with Snoop? That was so much fun. I worked with him before on the set of uh, the movie uh, Roadhouse. Uh, DJ Q directed it, um, and uh, Ray Davis starred in it uh, with Lil Duval. And oh, okay. uh, so when I worked with him again, you know, on the on his video set, it was like family. It was like just reunited again. Hey, what's up? You know, so it was real cool environment. We had a lot of fun. You, you, you smoke. Know, you smoke any weed like with Snoop? Bond thing, so it was, it was cool. You smoke any weed with Snoop? <laughs> of course, it's like the Godfather. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so. Snoop down? You crazy? Yeah, for real. Hey, so what? What, what kind of weed Snoop got? I, I, I met Snoop like once or twice, but like, what kind of weed do Snoop got? I never. I didn't get a chance to smoke with Snoop. Like, compared to everybody else's weed, what kind of weed does Snoop have? I don't, I don't know what that is. He has like some, <laughs> some, I don't know. Some, <laughs> he has his own strand. I do know that for a fact. Like only grown for him. Damn. So, he has something special. Damn, Snoop. Oh man, you lucky. <laughs> man, so how 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 fast was you high? Like like you high like instantly once you like <laughs> took one puff, you was high. Well, yeah, exactly. Damn. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's what I'm talking about. Sierra Carter. All right. Let's, let's give everybody your social media where they can find you at. Now, on Facebook, where can they find you at? Sierra Carter? Facebook, type in Sierra Carter 10. Mm-hmm. The number 10, Sierra Carter 10. Sierra spelled C-I-A-R-R-A Carter. Yeah. Instagram is just Sierra Carter. C-I-A-R-R-A Carter. And Twitter Hey, now check this out. Gotta ask you this. This is how I gotta wrap this up like this. I gotta ask you a few questions for the guys in the cave. All those guys. These are our questions we have to wrap the show up with like this. Um, Heels on or heels off? Heels on. Oh, God. I love this job. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Let's see. Doggy style or reverse cowgirl? Oh, that's funny. Um, 
Let's do reverse cowgirl. Yes. Oh, Melly, you're going to hate you miss this one. Uh, take them off or to the side? <laughs> Who comes up with this stuff? Uh, my sick mind. <laughs> <laughs> nah, let's take those off. Yes. Oh, God. Hair up or hair down? Down. Yes. 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 I want to let you know that you passed the test. You got an A. You passed That's it with flying <laughs> colors. Oh, you're the first one to actually pass it all the way. God, I love this job. Sierra Carter, you are our cave crush of the week, and that means we're going to be just posting pictures of you all week long, two, three times a day probably, and just basically stalking you for the next uh, week or so, and <laughs> probably longer than that. All right, we're gonna promote the hell out of it. You were fun. Keep working, girl. And I gotta say, it's something to something to being a beautiful. What did Tupac say? The black of the berry, the sweeter the juice, the darker the flesh, and the probably the deeper the root. The deeper the root. Yeah. You guys have a lot of fun. I want to plug Poetic Justice Jeans for your Carter collection one more time. No doubt. I'm Bad Boy, starring Cat Williams, myself, and Over Baba Tuesday, and look out for the movie Dead End, starring Vivica Fox, and myself, Sierra Carter. Love y'all. Thank you, Sierra Carter. Cave Crush of the Week, Sierra Carter. Hey, CB, let's get into some 8-Ball MJG, the Legend Series, Volume 2. Ooh, we this week on Big Dolls Country Rap Channel. Hey, this is Sierra Carter, and I'm going inside the cage. That was Big Dog Country Rap Tune. Now it's time for our favorite part of the show. Tell me something, Joe. America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt in the building. With the best segment on the Cave Podcast. Tell him something, Joe. Inside the Cave. All right, this is everybody's favorite 
part of the show, the dirt sheets. To all my uh, fellow dirt sheeters out there, sheeters, not shitters. <laughs> uh, we got we got a little something, something today. Uh, as I've been scouring the internet, like I always do, I got about ten good headlines from newspapers around the world that uh, probably make you go hmm, or probably make you laugh. So here we go. Number ten. Man accused of killing lawyer receives a new attorney. So after he killed one lawyer, <laughs> he gonna get the new attorney. Wow. And hopefully that one will survive. Okay, the mayor of this town, Mayor Paris, told the homeless people to go home. Where the fuck are they supposed to go? Where's home? I get it. They <laughs> Okay, uh, number eight. Homicide victims rarely talk to police. <laughs> right, I bet they don't. <laughs> you guys get this? You guys get what he's saying? <laughs> you guys get this? <laughs> number seven. Listen to this one. Waterford boy, he was eight years old, saved his sister's life. And when they talked to him, this is what he said, and I quote, I wouldn't do it again. She's uh been in a I wouldn't do it again. She's been a pain in the neck this week. Wait a minute, say that again. Hold on. Okay. So he saved his sister's life. Yeah. And when they asked him about it, and he and this is what he said, I quote, I wouldn't do it again because she's been a pain in the neck this week. So he wouldn't go save his sister's life if she drowned in the pond again. You can't see me, but I'm shaking my head. <laughs> I'm Damn, still boy. trying to, I'm still trying to figure it out. As we move on, <laughs> uh, Alton attorney accidentally sues himself. Everybody getting sued, might as well sue yourself. Hey, I try that and see if I can get some money out of it. Man eats underwear to beat breathalyzer. What? Man eats underwear to beat no, I, breathalyzer. I, I'm confused. How does that work? He yeah. ate his. Hey. Maybe his breath smelled like shit. It ain't smell like liquor. <laughs> he beat the breathalyzer. <laughs> Did he have to like throw it up? How could he breathe? Was he able to digest it? Like I have so many questions. I have no idea. He That's just, not the point of this segment. He reports you decide. <laughs> exactly. You go look it up. It's real headlines, people. State prisons set to replace easy open locks. Why the hell would you have an easy open lock? On a jail cell. Mm. I don't know. Deaf people focus a fraud. And one of the people said, and I quote, I tried to warn people and save some of them from investing, but some didn't listen. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Number two. A one-armed man applauds the kindness of strangers. Was he slapping hands with somebody else? (laughs) Maybe hand on thigh. Maybe maybe hand on thigh. <laughs> Could be something. And uh, number one, here we got a midget sues a grocer because he belittled him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now is is, is midget? Uh, poli- I thought we can't call them midgets anymore. I thought we little people midgets, whatever they no. are the same. Oh, okay, shout out to all the midgets. Yeah. Like hey, yeah, uh, I don't understand what's so derogatory about the term midget. Uh, I guess the same people might say, well, I don't see nothing derogatory about the word nigger. 
Hello, K. And this is my uh, quote of the day, the dirt sheet quote of the day. Life is like toilet paper. You're either on a roll or you're taking shit from some asshole. Remember that. <laughs> now that's how you end the show. I like that. Hey, give me that. Give that. Give that to us one more time to sum up the show for us. To bro. Sum up the show. Everybody listen to this. Life is like toilet paper. You're either on a roll or taking shit from some asshole. <laughs> I love it. I love that stuff, man. I really do love it. Uh, that was the dirt sheets. All right, we haven't had a wrap up in like four episodes because Veli Val hasn't came to work, but uh, he's taking care of some personal shit. So yeah, he'll be we docking back. your pay, brother. He'll be behind. <laughs> docking his pay. Docking his pay. Yeah. <laughs> he trying to work off paying that party off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but shout out to Veli Val. Shout out to cousin Lamar, big dog. Hey, check this out. I need everybody. Send us your legal questions, all right? Email us, insidethecavepodcast at gmail.com. And everybody to email us any legal questions you have. I'm being serious here. If you got intellectual property things you want to know, we're having a, a brilliant lawyer coming in. If you're having spouse issues, uh, baby daddy, baby mama issues, Anything, if you wrecked a car, you know, any little thing or anything big. If you're thinking about doing something. If you're thinking about doing something, you don't have to, have to say your name, all right? We're going to send us your emails. I think Cousin Lamar is probably going to take it for like five or ten or something like that. We're bringing great attorney Tiffany Simmons. She was our cave crush from a couple episodes ago. She's going to come in and give you all legal advice, all right? Can't stress that enough. Tell a friend, Kayla, tell your friends, tell moms, anybody, email us, all right? You know, if you take posts like this, Kayla, if you tell one of your people, I'll prioritize it and make sure that that email gets answered on here on Inside the Cave Podcast, all right? Anybody else got anything else before we wrap it up? Free OJ. Free OJ. Hey, you guys check that uh, that, that, that documentary out? I'm going to watch it. You know they got a 30 for 30 coming out uh, on this one. It'll be like man, seven hours. Man, that damn documentary is good. Hey, you know what? I only seen the first episode. I'm almost starting to believe OJ didn't do it. I'm really starting to believe it, brother. I'm really starting to believe it. I'm serious. They, try, they, they railroad them like they did do it up in Manitowoc, uh, Wisconsin. Hey, I'm telling you, man. You watched that. I, at first, I wasn't going to watch it, but I really believe. Kayla, how old are you? you, you what year were you born? Was you, 91. Oh, okay. So you was like three when OJ was running away. So you never saw that. So you didn't get a chance to see it. Yeah, I mean, of course I've heard about it. You heard about it? Okay, yeah. OJ Simpson, he was a uh, black guy that killed a white woman, just to let you know. No, At the I time, he was a white guy that killed a white woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you talking about uh, Chloe's daddy? Yeah. Whoa. Uh, oh. <laughs> you said it, not me. And that's crazy because they brought up, he was actually sleeping in Kim Kardashian's bed. Wait until you see that yeah, shit. I heard about that. Man, that yeah. is crazy. He was about to kill himself. And I Kim, mean, if you look at all of them, they look like that's dead. her daddy. Yeah, it might. Everybody I mean, about to play with her. And ass. that Kardashian dude was actually like his best friend. It was. Which one is that? But did you see the picture of, of um, what's her name, Chris Jenner sitting with Bruce Jenner at the trial while her husband is representing OJ? Like, damn, girl. Yeah. That is crazy. Like, it's, it's, it's man. So, That's really, everybody gives stuff. Ray J all this credit for bringing the Kardashians in our life. It wasn't Ray J, it was OJ. OJ. If it wasn't for OJ, we wouldn't know none of these people. 
But that was our show, Inside the Cave. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on SoundCloud. We'll follow you back. Uh, that Stacy Dash thing, uh, Kayla, good, good, good work on that. That Stacy Dash thing is uh, kind of getting popular overnight on uh, SoundCloud. So shout out to everybody. I guess you guys liked our spiel on Stacy Dash, and trust me, we really, I really do feel that way. All right, that she wanted to sleep with the president. I really believe it. That's my opinion. I'm sticking what with it. What I got to do with her? This is Black History Month, bro. The reason why she is the person she is now is because she didn't get the opportunity to sleep with the president. Look, when you're president of the United States, you get to sleep with any woman you want. They all slept with all type of white women. When a black man became president, them black celebrity women started lining up to sleep with the president. Michelle Obama shut it down, wasn't nothing happening, and now you have that people like Stacey That still ain't got Stacey nothing to do with us saying that she, uh, they should, should you, stop Black History Month and because she, black she's scorned, stuff. brother. She's, so a, what? she's a black woman scorned, brother. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Hey, man, I'm telling the truth, brother. I'm stating the facts. I'm telling you, you look it up. She is a scorned black woman. Oh, man, you taking away from my intelligence with this. <laughs> it's the truth, man. Listen to us on SoundCloud. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a five star. For Kayla, Big Dog, Joe Dirt, International D, I'm CB, at I'm the real CB. Pretty girl underscore Lloyd if you want to send Kayla some dick pics. She really enjoys it. No, no, no. It. Pretty girl Lloyd Penis pics. Penis pics. I'm sorry. Okay. And send her some vibrators. Send her the Hulk. <laughs> What'd you say? Send, send her the Hulk. Send her some vibrators. Yeah, she loves that stuff. She yeah. likes uh, the zapping the gap. Yeah. I'm not about to play with y'all. <laughs> at Joe Dirt Sheets if you want to follow him on Instagram. And we are at Inside the Cave on Instagram. We'll catch y'all ass next time on Inside the Cave. Shout out to Sierra. Inside the Cave. 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 You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films.